I'm Rory McCann with Cambridge Health Tech Institute. I'm joined today by Dr. Konstantinos Mitsakakis, who is Head of International Business Development at the Hans Schickard Institute for Microanalysis Systems in Freiburg, Germany. We are thrilled that he will be participating at the Molecular Diagnostics Europe Conference this May in Lisbon. He will be speaking in the Point of Care Diagnostics Program. Dr. Mitsakakis, thank you for joining me today. Hello, Rory. It's a great pleasure to talk with you today, and thank you very much for this opportunity to discuss about the topics that we work here in Freiburg. Hanshikard is a research organization that dedicates its research to the development of microsystems for several fields, in our case, for the field of diagnostics and healthcare. Now, your talk is about human, animal, and vector diagnostics. Can you explain what this means and what your One Health approach is and what is unique about it? Right. I will start with an example. We and several groups in the world are active in developing solutions for diagnosis of tropical infectious diseases. The most well-known is malaria, but there are also others such as dengue, chikungunya, and the old cause fever as symptom. However, when you consider where these diseases come from, it is the mosquitoes, the vectors who carry the pathogens and transmit them. Therefore, to address only the human diagnostics in an isolated way, without taking into account the surroundings, for example, the mosquito prevalence and resistance to insecticides, the entomology data and all this information, then the human diagnosis alone would be useless. Then, talking about animals and the environment, in numerous communities in the world, people live in very close proximity with their animals. And in such ecosystems, of course, one must consider the environmental elements, such as the water. So imagine the situation now of having a contamination in the water line, say with Salmonella enterica, which is a common bacterium causing gastrointestinal infections. Humans get to drink the water, animals as well. Therefore, in no time, there is transmission of the infection. Consequently, this linkage and unavoidable connection between human, animal, and environmental health is the one health itself. Technology-wise, the solution to address, to address the challenges of One Health is to develop diagnostic solutions that are compatible with human, vector, animal, and environmental monitoring. And due to these distinct fields, these technologies should be able to be deployed to the field, or as we say, to the point of care or point of need. Now, can you outline what you consider to be some of the greatest obstacles to developing technologies or applications for point-of-care diagnostics? So, technology-wise, it is a very challenging but also very exciting field because it requires the so-called heterogeneous integration. Now imagine that biochemical components, microsystems, nanoparticles, they all have to be combined in a perfectly fitting and functional way at a very small scale. A, very, a second obstacle that I would recognize is a non-technical one actually, and it is the lack of willingness to change. End-user communities like general practitioners, entomologists, veterinarians, they are reluctant to use such equipment and change their traditional methods. Now, what can be a solution to this? In my opinion, a combination of two measures. First, there has to be really concrete clinical data, that is evidence, with such point-of-care devices to prove that they perform at least as good or even better than the current standards of care for example, in central laboratories, and at the same time that these devices are cheaper than the standard methods. A second measure to overcome this unwillingness to change is, and this should be applied in parallel to the first measure, not sequentially, to run campaigns to inform the end users, but also the society, about the advantages of such systems and to increase awareness. Then the awareness will bring a behavioral change and subsequently the acceptability. Tell me a little bit about how you have used the four disciplines to advance your research. Right. As four disciplines, you refer to the molecular assays, number one, point-of-care diagnostic systems, number two, information communication technologies, and behavioral change, I guess. So the molecular assays are the heart of a diagnostic system, no matter if it is for humans, animals, or the environment. 
the molecular assays provide the specificity of detection and consequently allow the suitable actions to be taken. These actions can be, for example, an antibiotic prescription in case of humans or animals, or the selection of a proper anti-mosquito spray in case of disease-carrying vectors. But to take these assays out of the lab in the field, these need to be packaged in a robust system that would be easily deployed to the field and would require minimum hands-on steps by a user and consequently minimum training of the user. These are the point-of-care systems, or more generally point-of-need systems, that integrate those assays and enable them to operate exactly at the point where they're needed, as the word says. So consider now that the system is deployed to the field and it starts to give out some data. If the user needs to record this data manually, or if the data cannot be stored in a database or cannot be sent to a regional or central authority, then the advantage of the system is lost. And this is where the information technologies come into play. In other words, just the data by themselves may be meaningless. That is why some algorithms are necessary in order to co-assess all this data and present them in a useful way to those who take decisions. And this is done with the information technologies. Now, last but not least, assume that you have now all the above disciplines and components into a point-of-need system operating in an excellent way. Even if it is the best system, when the users are not convinced or they are reluctant to use it, then the platform will stay in the drawer. That means not only the technical performance has to be perfect, but also the candidate users must be well-informed and prepared for such technologies. And this is the meaning of behavioral change. Has this experience given you greater insight that can be used to advise those developing technologies in the point-of-care space? Yeah, so through the years of working with projects, international projects, yes, there have been some conclusions that I have made. So, for example, uh, my first recommendation would try to be interdisciplinary. The heterogeneous integration that we mentioned earlier makes it necessary that you must be able to communicate with medical doctors, entomologists, biochemists, engineers, information technologists with understanding, patience, and openness of mind. And this is not trivial. Then I would try to listen to the end users, what they really need, and then try to develop a solution that fits their needs, not more and not less. Do not over-engineer and do not perform research for the sake of research, but on the other hand also do not sacrifice quality. And then when you want to pass from laboratory proof of principle to clinical validation, try to find good sources of samples. No matter if they are from biobanks, in clinics, or from commercial sources, they must be of high quality and they must be well characterized before you test them with your system. That is some great advice. What emerging developments are you excited about, and how has your work been impacted? I will start with something that was not actually a development, but a global threat. In 2014 and 15, there was the Ebola outbreak, and shortly afterwards, the Zika outbreak. These situations triggered millions and millions of investments on healthcare, and shortly afterwards, there were many point-of-care or near-patient diagnostic technologies emerging and approaching the market. This increased the competition, and I would say in a good way, because that makes you want to become better and better. Now, technology-wise, the past 20 years, there has been a revolution in system miniaturization, microfluidics, microsystems, and this has been accompanied by huge progresses in biochemistry. For example, from traditional PCR technologies requiring thermocycling and quite some hours to be completed, we now have isothermal amplification, which can run in some minutes. What we will experience in the future, in my opinion, is the more intense involvement of information technologies into these microsystem-based point-of-care platforms, either in the form of artificial intelligence or in the form of clinical algorithms that receive as input multiple device data and convert them into clinically meaningful results as support to the clinicians for better patient management. 
Dr. Mitsakakis, thank you so much for joining us today. We are really looking forward to your participation at Molecular Diagnostics Europe Conference. Thank you so much, and we will see you in Lisbon in May. Rory, it was a great pleasure for me as well to interact with you and to give the chance to the community and the society, so to say, to get a few information about the work we do. And I also look forward to meeting you and to presenting our work in Lisbon in May. Find out more from Dr. Mitsukakis on Wednesday, May 8th at 1805. You can check out www.molecularedxeurope.com for more information. Vejuta in Lisboa!